How is your prayer life? If you are like most of us, it has seasons and sometimes lacks consistency. Prayer, faith, and holiness are key to reaching your destiny. Join Prophet Nanaseo Pukusakode as he encourages the body of Christ to get closer to God in prayer. Supernatural supply. It is not coming by hard working. It is not coming by academic work. It is not coming by position. You will conceive that child by the supernatural. You will get that job by the supernatural. You will expand that business by the supernatural. Prophet Nanaseo Pukusakode is an end-time seasoned firebrand prophet and an evangelist with a unique preaching ministry, anchored on prayer. He teaches and prophesies the word of God with signs and wonders. Today, may you hold up your gun as a soldier of God, and may you stop that weeping, may you stop that crying, and take responsibility. No soldier cries on the battlefield. And it shall come to pass, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord, call unto me and I will answer you. I will show you great and mighty things. And now, we don't have victory because of anything we have done. We have victory because somebody paid the price of the victory. Hallelujah to Jesus. Yes, Lord. That is why I was talking to somebody and tell the person, being disciplined does not guarantee you to go to heaven. Did you understand what I said? You may not be able to commit fornication still as a result of discipline, but I can't guarantee. Except a man be born again. Hallelujah. When you hear anybody say, as for me, I don't do anything wrong, so I'm dead. You will still die and go to hell. Hallelujah. Because the best way you can work your righteousness, it is too equivalent to a filthy rack. Some two Christians say what I said. Hallelujah. No, it's not possible. So the righteousness we have, it has nothing to do with what we did. He paid a debt he did not owe. Ah. We owed a debt we could not pay. Ah. Oh, you are not listening to what I'm saying now. I, I feel like telling somebody the truth here. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? Huh? So we have to get it. There's a difference between holiness and righteousness. We have to get understanding. We have to get that. Hallelujah. Righteousness is the ability to stand before God without a sense of guilt, condemnation, or inferiority. So even though you used to be a robber, you used to be a fornicator, you used to be this, but when you are when you become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, all those things are cancelled, and you stand before God as if you have never done it. Hey. Oh, if you are shouting, God will have mercy on you. Hallelujah. That's why the other day I told you that we are not supposed to fight the devil. It's a mismark. Hallelujah. It's a mismark. You are not supposed to fight the devil. If you are fighting a boxing, once in a while when I'm just, okay, what to entertain myself, I watch a boxing match. And the guy was really beating the opponent. Serious one. Then his trainer jumped into the ring and throw in the towel. Now, the guy was trying to do a kakabensem. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, wake up and they say they want to fight. They gave him another blow. And that blow is quite as as He said, blow you. They give you, then you start picking things on the ground. It's like, okay, let me get out of that. Hallelujah. Now, 
But what it is is that the, the fight is over. The trainer just stopped the fight. The fight between Anderson and the devil, it is over. Somebody has fought the battle. The devil has thrown in the towel. So, oh, you are, you are not understanding what I'm yes, talking about. Yes, no, hallelujah. Believers authority. Believers authority. Believers authority. Believers authority. Believers authority. Look at somebody say, I have authority. I have authority. I have authority. No, 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 no. It is called delegated power. is a very serious matter. Hallelujah. One of the greatest problems we are facing is because of our ignorance. And the devil takes advantage of our ignorance. Because ignorance is the strength of the oppressor. Hallelujah. So tell somebody you are not supposed to fight the devil. Tell the person you are not supposed to. Hey, but if I'm not supposed to fight the devil, what am I supposed to do? I'm glad you asked. So let me just explain. Hallelujah. It's very simple. You don't fight anybody that the person you are his master. Now listen. In the army rankings, a colonel does not fight a lance couple. There is no battle between them. I mean, everybody respect the rankings. That's right. When you see a superior officer coming and you are chewing chicken, you must spit it out and salute the man. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? So Jesus Christ has already defeated the devil. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But watch this. He is such a person that even when he's in the ground, they are beating him. He says, ah. that, that, that is the kind of the devil. I mean, once they are squeezing his neck, he, even though he's defeated, he doesn't just accept it. Let me bring you to your normal life. One of the reasons why Africa we have a lot of chaos, accident, I believe it's not, it, it, not all the accidents are caused by demons. No, 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 no. Jesus has already defeated the devil. We are supposed to enforce his defeat. If you are clapping, God will give you upper hand. So anytime you see the devil making yanga, in your family, somebody is not doing his responsibility. That's right, that's right. Somebody is not enforcing the law. And when you live in a country where laws are not being enforced, stupid people have a field day. They do whatever they like. That is how sometimes uh, it becomes so chaotic that we have to bring the military into the thing. And it's not too good because it's not good to bring the military to come and enforce a law because they are not trained to arrest, they are trained to care. There's a difference between the police and the military. All of them are forces, but their trainings are not the same. If you bring a military man to come and do some civilian work, eh, get ready for killing. Because he's not trained. He doesn't have time to go and dress your trousers and lift you up. He, the moment he sees you, kill him. That, that is why the Bible calls us the armies of the living God. Yes, sir. You are not supposed to go and uh, catch the devil and arrest him and you're trying to handcuff the devil. Yeah. Have you seen a military man walking with a handcuff before? For what? You see, where we have come to in our Christian world, it is dangerous to be a motro mojo Christian. A Christian Christian will not, you will not survive. No, 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 no. You will not survive at all. It's just a matter of time. No, I'm telling you, God is committed to you when you become committed to Him. Right? Say that. Don't forget that. Very crucial. Oh, yeah. The foundation of the Lord's standard shows us the Lord knows them that are his. Diligence is very important. 
Amen. So all of you that uh, you think that uh, all night is not important, I'm going to job, I have some work, you have been working, and what have you have to show? It's not going to happen because you are a hard-working person. The millionaires in the world, they don't work hard. All you need is a divine backing. Amen, amen. What did I say? You need what? Divine backing. Eh? Whilst you are going, there is a hand. Nobody might see it. Invisible hand. When you get to a place, then God says, stop. Huh. Then God says, turn here. Uh -huh. Invisible. You see, how can somebody be riding a presidential convoy? And another prophet, the Bible says, and the hand of the Lord was upon him. Yes. And the man ran and overtook the presidential convoy. So when the hand of the Lord come upon you, you receive overtaking anointing. Yes, sir. It doesn't matter who has come. But a lot of you are not catching the more I say, I've been going to wait him, but this time God was teaching me secrets. And I saw that it is not God that doesn't want to bless us. We are not ready for it. We want to have our own way of getting the thing. So some of you, eh, you are getting occupied with things. Sunday you are on the computer. Tuesday you are there. Wednesday you don't sleep early. But no productivity. But life is not changing. Because you are depending on the natural. Today, may you receive grace to depend on the supernatural. Yeah. Father, by this introduction, bless your people and bless your word in Jesus' name. Be seated. I started some series last week. Um, I preached about two messages in one. But the second last part of the message is what I'm going to continue. I started talking about, you see, tell somebody you need faith. Tell the person you need faith. <laughs> tell somebody you need faith. Tell the person you need faith. No, look at somebody and tell the person you need to grow your faith. Your faith must grow. Everything in the kingdom works by faith. Without faith, you can't pay tight. Let me go to the people here. Without faith, as for first fruit, you are not part of it. You see, when I was preparing the message today, God said something. I, saw, I came across something in the scriptures eh, and I wrote it down. Now, eh, it's very interesting. Now, do, do you want to hear that? Are you sure you want to hear that? Hmm. The first fruit Offering is not compulsory. Tight is not compulsory. God will not force things on you. There is a man who didn't pay your tithe. Did God come to beat you? No. no. One of the greatest blessings that we have as human beings is that we are not created as robots. I was watching a documentary now and the documentary, they are developing something in America that a lot of men are not marrying women, so they are producing male robots. How many of you have heard it? And how many of you want one? <laughs> so instead of marrying a man, you marry a robot. Male robot that can give you satisfaction. Hey! But the thing about the robot is that it's a kind of a computer that is programmed to do things. Hallelujah. But there is something God gives to us called our way that he himself will not touch it. That is why you can serve God today and decide not to serve him tomorrow. And there's nothing God can do about it. So all the things we are talking about, eh, if you take faith out of Christianity, it's no more Christianity. When you try to worship God outside faith, it becomes a religion. And religious people are the most dangerous people on earth. 
If you are religious and you are not spiritual, you are dangerous. Can I say that again? You can be very religious and not be spiritual. A religious person can sleep with somebody's wife and come to church and walk 10 millimeters per minute. Very sanctimonious, not step on an ant. Because religious people think that God will accept them by their act. The problem in the world is religion. If I cannot tell you this, people are killed in the name of religion than any other name in this world. Christianity is not just a religion, you are dealing with a person. Hallelujah to Jesus. Let me give you a picture. Now listen, when they were standing here suddenly, we saw that pillars were falling, ports were being carried, all kinds of things were flying there. What was happening? What was happening? Wind, is that correct? There's a wind. Now, can I, can I tell you something? Can I ask you a question? When a wind is coming, can you see the wind? No. But you can see its effect. That's right. Let me go to the people because people are sleeping. Are you getting what I'm talking about? You cannot see the wind. You can only see its effect. The reason why now things are not falling is that there is no wind moving. You cannot see effect. I mean, that is what Jesus told Nicodemus. John chapter 3, he said, except a man be born again, he can never see the kingdom of God. Now, Jesus was talking, then Nicodemus began to think natural. Now, if anybody couldn't hear the word I'm preaching today, it means that he didn't pick me by the spirit. Ah. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. Everybody say ruler of the Jews. So he's a very powerful man. He's among the Sahindrin is that. That is what is happening. Hallelujah. <laughs> if you're a man of God, don't try to pray for people and favor them. Who does he want to openly confess Jesus Christ? Somebody asked me an interesting question. That why do people make otako? Can't you let the people stand there and pray for them? Why should they walk out and come and see? And I told the person, everybody Jesus called, he called them openly. Jesus never called people in secret. Matthew was sitting in tax collecting. He said, even Zacchaeus said, come down, come. He stopped. And you say, when Jesus is talking to every attention is on you. Zacchaeus, Sibra, come down. Today salvation has come to your house. Are you getting the point now? So I told the person, Jesus never called people. In fact, that one of the most serious statements he made is that, if you are ashamed of me before men, I am standing by the right hand side of the Father. And you are supposed to pray through me. We are not supposed to pray to Jesus. We are supposed to pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. Whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, I will do it. But he said that if you are ashamed to confess me before me, when you pray, I will block it. I will be ashamed to also confess you before the Father that this my daughter needs a husband. So all of you serving God in a shy way, you don't want people to see that you even have a Bible. <laughs> you have a Bible, thank God. <laughs> Nima, you have a Bible. A lot of women don't have Bible. They have diary, makeup kit, Bobby Brown, Mary Kay. Which one or that Bobby Brown, Mark, Mark 5, Mark 4, Mark 6. Huh? But you don't have a Bible. Listen, if you are sitting here, you don't have a Bible, it's one of the greatest things. I can't imagine your dress calculation is about 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, and you don't have the greatest manual for living. This generation, we don't care. We don't. When we became Christian those days, we were no small, small Bibles, so Pharisee Bible. Those days, small, small Bibles. No, 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 I don't like this one. It's too small. You go and say, oh, no, my brother Albert, brother Nana. 
This is how we walk here. Brothers, we're walking with Bible. Oh, Sister Jade, Sister Gloria. Good morning, Sister Gloria. Please, how was your devotion this morning? Today, when we meet people, what is the latest news on Facebook? No, no devotion. No devotion. So, the reason why we are struggling to build is that our foundation is weak. And if the foundation is destroyed, what can the righteous do? So people are sitting in church arguing with why should we pay tithe? Why should we give offering? Why should we do that? The reason you argue is that you are not even finding it for yourself. Some of you are sitting here. Don't clap. Let me give it to you. Listen. Some of you are sitting here. Every word you have heard, you only heard from the pulpit. There was a church called the Church of Berlin. And the Bible said that after they hear the word, they sit down. And they set the scriptures to see whether the things Apostle Paul is preaching is truth. Today, this generation doesn't sit down. My pastor said, my pastor said, my pastor said, if I'm fasting, I should drink honey. What is God saying to you? Well, so a lot of pastors have pushed Jesus out of the church. As for the Holy Ghost, we sack him long time. One day I asked Jesus a question. I said, why are you standing at the door and knocking? He said, because they sack me. Hey. So we are struggling for nothing. We are that the best. Our father has money. You see the prodigal son, the guy that took the guy, he's a very smart guy. He took the property. He said, that is chadinum too. A will is not authentic. You see, a testament is not authentic until the testator is dead. So a will is not authentic until the one who owned the will is dead. So you cannot enforce a will until the, the one who wrote the will is dead. But this is the guy who turned the natural law. And he said, I don't care. Daddy, me know, as far as I'm concerned, you are dead. Give me my portion. I mean, he was going to this school. The money was not enough. And he felt that he wanted heavy. And the father was a wealthy man. By the time God divided his portion, it's big. That's right. But you see, even prosperity, eh, when you have it, it must be connected to God. Yes, sir. Else it will be wiped off. Nobody gets an inheritance from God and you are able to exhaust the using of the inheritance. There are some billionaires in the world that they say that if God give them 200 years, multi billionaires, and they spend $1 million a day, they will still have excess left. How much do you have left? So this guy said, divide it. And he went there. And he said, I mean, party continues. If you throw a party, they will come. I saw in my Bible that all the parties that happen in the Bible, it caused people's death. Be careful where you go for party. Some of you, if the fetish priest in your account is doing party, you will attend. You, you will just be there. Then you are there. You are the chairman. So the guy went there, squandered all the money. Kill it. Eat it. What is it? And the Bible says, after the money finished, he went to work in a place where somebody as a pig farm. Contradiction is that as a Jewish person, even pigs are unclean to you. But for you to go and now working with them, a graduated from there that is not eating pig's food. 
This is the dangers of disconnecting from God. The dangers. Some of you that are sitting in church and you are coming to church as if you are doing as a favor. <laughs> that kind of Christianity, let it be in the past. No. If you are sitting here this morning, it's not a right, it's a privilege. Give the Lord a clap of and I'm preaching. For God to even give you life, it's a privilege. Have you noticed that some of you, when you, when you, sometimes when you go to bed, you can't sleep? Today, let me solve that problem for you. Because some of you don't struggle to sleep. You can even sleep walking. What's wrong? You are sleeping. Some of you, you are standing sleeping. Some of you, when you are sitting in your shop, eh, by the time you are even giving a customer change, you can sleep. So anytime you go to bed and you are struggling to sleep, God is sending a message. Anytime you go to bed, and, and particularly when you feel you are tired, there are times eh, you can be sitting in your sofa sleeping. You wake up to go to bedroom and the sleeping is gone. It means that God is sending a message. It's not every time God talks, my daughter. Sorry, Nyankupon doesn't talk like that. Sometimes God uses traffic light symbols. There is a place God doesn't give a voice, He only gives you sign. So you must know the signs and interpretation. By the time you claim you are a motorist and you are driving in the street, you must know why traffic light gives you red. You must know the meaning of yellow and you must know the meaning of green. You can't say that traffic is not now traffic is what you're saying. Then you are going. Because anytime the traffic gives you red and you are going, you are heading towards a crash. So sometimes, God does it. And let me tell you something. There is no speakers in traffic light. So that just in case you don't know, you got to say, hey, Gina. It is not there. The traffic light assumes that you understand the sign. Listen to this. Very tired. Went to preach. Came back home around 11.45. Minister from nine, from 8 o'clock to about almost 11.30. Drove home, tired. There's a place you are eating and you are even sleeping. And I want to go and sleep. And I lie down in the bed, and I could not sleep. What is going on? There is a struggle. I cannot sleep. But I've learned this many years ago. So immediately I wake up and I say, Lord, I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but I went straight to my prayer room. And I said, my wife will tell you, once my eyes open straight, to, the next place you find me is my prayer room. And then I started praying. It was a bad day. I was praying. I was praying, I was praying, I was praying. After about one hour, the bedding got lifted. I said, let me go and sleep. Now I think I can't sleep. Just about to go and get some water and sleep, my phone was ringing. Midnight was my junior brother. Why is this guy calling me around this time? One Sunday, he called me. I picked the phone and said, Charlie, he said, Robert just left my house. Gunpoint. He said, when they were going, the captain said, the unrobber leader said, that he has seen our face, we should kill him. The other one said, we can't kill him. What has he done? Let's go. He said, no. It became argument and they left angry. That was the time I was praying. Now watch this. Watch this. Don't clap here. Don't clap here. We have caused a lot of death because God wanted an intercessor. There is too much comfort zone Christianity in our generation. So your prayerlessness it's a major attack. I believe that 
If I didn't pray that night, Dan Roberts could have eliminated my brother. That is why there's a, Bible, there's a scripture in the Bible say, God sought for an intercessor. He wanted somebody to stand in a car. The second scripture in the New Testament that authenticated and validated that one was that. And James was arrested by Herod and was killed. The first time I read that scripture, it troubled me. You see, the James that wrote the book of James is not the original apostle James. If you look at Jesus carefully, Jesus has different relationships. Jesus has the world. Jesus has Israel. Huh? He has the multitude. He has the 70. He has the 12. He has Peter, James, and John, and he has John. When Jesus was dying, he left his parents for in the hands of John. Mother, behold your son. Son, behold your father. So he left Mary in the hands of the guy the Bible referred to as the beloved apostle. So the James that Jesus took to the mountain of transfiguration, he is the one Herod killed. The one that wrote the book of James is Jesus' biological brother. The one that came with Jesus from Mary's womb. He has a brother called him Data. He became almost the pastor of the Jerusalem church. Even when Paul came in, Paul referred to him as the, one of the pillars. So Jesus, but initially they didn't believe in Jesus. But after he died, all of them became converted. But the original apostle James, uh, the three guys that were in the Bible, Peter, James, and John. Peter wrote a book. John wrote a book. The other James, we didn't know what he was going to write, but Herod killed him. Now, when Herod killed James, he proceeded further to take Peter. So the danger of a prayerlessness is that when you give the devil an inch, he takes a yard. Now, guys, let me tell you. This generation, there is nothing like going to a church that prays. There is nothing like being a company of people that love to pray. There is something I learned about prayer. Prayer can be a dispatch rider to destroy a lot of things that the enemy is planning ahead of you. That it may not happen, not because it was not going to happen. This brother come to church and is speaking in tongues. So this brother eh, come from a very rough family background. Sometimes when he comes to one night, he's just tired by sitting here speaking in tongues. And he that speaking, the benefit of speaking in tongues is that you may even be praying with your mind on brother Shukwanda to marry you. Huh? Most of the sisters, when they come, they are praying. Their mind is not praying for me, but fiancé. But when it comes to tongues, eh, you cannot guarantee that because your mind is on it, that is what God is answering. Because he that speaketh in a known tongue, speaketh not to man, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. How beat in the spirit, he speaketh what? Mysteries. So in tongue talking, God himself decides what is your package. Tongue talking is a powerful thing because Apostle Paul even boasts about it. He went to the Corinthian church and said, I speak in tongues more than all of you. It's something you can boast about. It is good to speak in a protracted tongue and stand and speak in tongues for five hours. It is like driving a manual car. You'll be changing gear from gear one to gear six. And by the time you get to about three hours, you are caught up in the spirit. Apostle Paul called it groanings we cannot be uttered. So when this brother is about to get into danger, God, nobody redraws money from bank when he has no make deposit. When your account is not operated for a long time, it goes to a dormant. Is that how they call it? Yeah. Yeah? The account goes to sleep. Yeah. Our whole bat is dead. God can never redraw from your prayer bank vote when the place is empty. Hey. Hey. That is why everybody must make sure you are filling your prayer account with more deposits. 
because you don't know the time God will need that prayer to save you. There are things that kill other people that will survive it without sweat. And I believe that it's as a result of most of the sabotage prayers. Dealing with the devil before you show his head. Every attempt on your life to make you prayerless is a major attack. What? Satan said, Lord, where were you? Are you sitting in heaven and you can't see? James, an apostle, is killed. Where are the angels? Where are the guardian angels? Where are the warrior angels that you say? Where are the cherubims and the seraphims? Where are the ones that hold the sword? Who is Herod to kill one of your apostles? And the Lord said, I can never come in on earth and act when nobody has invited me by prayer. So, one, 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 one great scholar, Dr. Mas Moreau, defined prayer as giving God the legal right to act on the planet earth. So when he killed James, the Bible says he pleased the Jews. Then he proceeded further to take Peter. Now look at the way it is. James was one of the major three. But Peter was supposed to be next in command to Jesus. So now he has killed one of the top three. And then now he has proceeded to take the one who must preach in the day of Pentecost for 3,000 souls to come to Christ. Look at how many people the devil has killed. The Bible says Peter was kept in prison. But this time, Prayer was made without ceasing. So I can see God sit in the court of heaven and say, Gabriel, Michael, what are you? He said, he said, he said, we are here that he said, go to the earth and act right now. He said, but why is it that this time we have to go? He said, because they are praying. They have invited me. So go to the earth. Now listen, the angel just zoomed into the prison yard with all the Lord. The Bible said there was two iron gates and the guy was fasting in chains. And when the supernatural got there, the chains were loose. God has a master key that loose the chains of the devil on your neck. If only you will become prayerful. He can open your financial door. He can open your marital door. He can open your health door. I say your God has a master key. Process. That is why I love God's presence because the presence can open the prison gate. There is where the Bible says the angel has a key. He just got there and his presence opened the first iron gate and opened. You see, prison gates are not easy to open. They are strange locks. But not at the time when God's presence is there. Do you know why some doors are not being opened? The presence is not there. If the presence is not in your matrimonial home, you don't enjoy kissing to sex. Nothing works. becomes entertainment. Not everybody wearing the same dress to church actually living as husbands and wife. Some of the marriage has graduated from husband, wife to roommate. They're just there. No harmony. No affection. Mm -hmm. If you're a man, you can grieve your wife, but you are living your life. Presence. Presence. You must be able to wake up in the morning and feel the presence of the Holy Ghost. Hmm. Naturally, one of the signs of the presence, when you have the presence in your house, when you wake up, God gives you a song. Mm. You wake up with a song in order. You may not be, you may be going through some hardship, you may be going through some financial trouble, but yes, so the song will come out of you. Is anybody here that God gives you a song in the morning? You wake up, you don't know. Sometimes you don't know the words, but you are harming it. You don't know the words, but you are harming it. Because God is giving you a song. I will put a new song in. 
said, no son. The moment they wake up, they start thinking about problems to solve. That's what it is. No. There's nothing like your heart is at rest. It makes faith naturally works. There's nothing like your heart is at peace. When I look at Jesus Christ and some of his life, oh wow, when your confidence is in your God, how can you be in a ship with experienced, born, traditional, baton-changing fishermen? Nobody taught Peter how to fish. It was a baton he received. So, by the time you are in the sea and there is a storm and this experienced fishermen are feel threatened, it's a major storm. But Jesus was asleep. Slap somebody and say, go and sleep. Sleep. No, some of you didn't do it well. Shake them and say, sleep, go and sleep. Sleep, 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 sleep. That is why God gave you a bed. The word problem is not that you are not the one supposed to carry it. You are not the one supposed to carry the family problem. I say, go and sleep. Because he gave his beloved sleep. Timmy Dana Joa, you are Bopitin, you are sorry, Tam. Well, the people that make you make you will die and they'll believe you. Oh, somebody will clap for Jesus when I finish preaching. Sleep. Your husband must not kill you. Your, I promise you, if you die because of your husband, if I write in your funeral, you'll get another girlfriend. Promise you. I'm not getting some Christians here that are shouting for Jesus Christ. Right at your funeral, all the girls that were in the secondary school, some of them will come and say, hey, James, what is it? So what happened to your wife? I see. Anyway, since your wife died three months ago, can you come to my house and eat some lie soup? The devil is a liar. Live your life. Tell somebody, don't kill yourself. Don't allow them to kill you. Don't allow them to destroy you. Looking unto Jesus, the altar and the finisher of my faith. I will lift up my eyes unto the hill. My help will come from the Lord. Thank God for husband. Thank God for wife. By my help, I feel like preaching. If you kill yourself, nobody has died for the world to come to a standstill. Oh, that's a good statement. I can close with that. The world will keep moving. The world will keep moving. The world will keep moving. No pastor has died for a church to stop operating. Don't kill yourself. Long life is a gift from God. Live and fulfill the purpose of God for your life. Marriage must not kill you. Boyfriend must not kill you. Job must not kill you. Family must not kill you. Receive the grace of God to live. Oh, anybody shouting, may the Lord give you double portion. May you have some manifestation. May the Lord release a financial blessing. I command the burden to leave your heart. Let the yoke break. Let the burden lift up. Let every burden come out of you now. May the Lord make you light. May you feel free. When the sons are set you free, you shall. Somebody say yeah.
Foolish former boyfriend. Ah. Ah. I can't think far. No, no, no. And coming back to my sermon, I told you, I said the first fruit is not compulsory. In fact, everything God asks us to do is not compulsory. Remember, He said, if you diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God, the blessings of God are conditional. Huh? He said, if you do that, then this blessing will follow you. So it's not compulsory. Everything we are teaching is not compulsory. Paying tax is not compulsory. But if you decide to do it, it comes with a divine blessing. God is not an obligation to force you to prosper, you know. This is what he feels for. He said, I wish above all things that you will prosper. Now, it's a fundamental requirement to live a sound Christian life. Prosperity, kingdom, biblical prosperity is a fundamental requirement to live a sound life because prosperity gives you the opportunity to choose what you want. It gives you options. If you are poor, anything goes. I told them at the all night there's some food that cook, others are prepared. It depends on what is in your pocket. Solomon said money answers all things. Richest man who has ever lived outside Christ said money answers all things. It's applicable in the natural. So in the natural, you need money. 
Money answers all things in the natural, but faith answers all things in the spirit. And the just shall live by faith. Are you getting what I'm talking about? So the way money answers all things in the natural, faith answers in the spirit. But faith can give you money. <laughs> you know what I said? Yeah. We make it by faith. I am not a rich man, but my name is not in a poor list. I made sure I canceled my name many years ago. Even if I don't become a rich man, I must make sure I don't need to beg for a bag of rice. It's not possible. It is not possible. It is not possible. Hallelujah. Now, the, the Bible said, the less is blessed of the greater. Huh? So if I meet this man eh, and I ask him that, ah, eh, or God touches heart and he said, go and sow a seed in daddy's life. Are you getting it? What he's doing is that he's tapping into my grace. The price involved in the grace is tapping into it. Huh? But if I see a beggar by the roadside and I throw some hundred ganas to him, I am having mercy on the person. There are two ways of giving. You give to the people above you to dive into their grace. You give to people below you for long life. Yeah. Now listen. He that gave to the poor has lent to the Lord. So when you see somebody broke and you bless the person, God said, you have lent me money, I'll pay you back. It's like principles in the scriptures. Principles in the scriptures. But you see, I must learn how to sow into other people that were ahead of me. The reason why you need a prophetic direction is that God can say one thing in your spirit. No matter what is happening around you, it's not important. You look at what I said. Yeah? God can give you one word and you don't have money to buy in Katia. Mm. But that time, the overwhelming joy that will rise in your spirit. You know that, you know that, you know that, you know that. It's just a matter of time. Your destiny won't change. When I was studying the Bible, I came to a person, paying first fruit is not easy. Everything that releases supernatural blessing is not easy. The first time God swore, somebody was killing his only son. Take Isaac. And you see God, eh? he knows us too much that he knows how to <laughs> deal with us. You see, if you have 10 cars and your driver moved one car and he said, I was driving on the motorway and somebody came to hit me and destroy all the taillight or whatever headlight, will, will, will you be depressed? If you see somebody whose car is, somebody knock his car, start, hey, run, hey, run, hey. the car is one. People with three cars and five cars, they, they, are not interested. No, they don't even think about it. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Now, watch this. If you have excess and some get destroyed, the excess gives you confidence not to think about what is destroyed. Look at the way God did the thing. It is, it is Sarah's idea for Abraham to sleep with Hagar. It is not God. It is not Abraham. Abraham loved his wife so much that he has to do. You see, sometimes when the woman put pressure on you, eh, we do just that to make you comfortable, but deep down we don't like it. Am I talking for the man? Yes. And am I telling the truth? Yes. So Abraham slept with Hagar and produced Ishmael. And Abraham loved Ishmael because he has waited for a child. But the moment Ishmael arrived, Hagar's attitude changed. You don't know people until they are lifted. Oh. Look at someone say, "You, I don't know you. I don't know you yet." Tell them, don't I tell somebody? I know 
people. Hallelujah. That is why I, mean, I don't trust people until they prosper. I don't trust them until I see them promoted. Yeah. Hallelujah. I don't. If you think I trust you, there's the greatest mistake you have made. I am waiting to the day I want to dedicate your ship. Some of you, okay, I won't go there. And Hagar, go to the kitchen and cook rice. Excuse me, I'm breastfeeding. So it becomes a battle in the house. Now that battle between Abraham and Sarah, the only person that can settle is, is God. So in Tokwani Koswa, the battle was going on, then God came into the scene. And I thought God is going to say that, Sarah, the way you are handling the things, I don't like it. Because you are the one who created all this matter. If anything, Abraham built the house at the other side and put Hagar there and shared the sleeping time for them. Yeah. Because now Hagar too is a mistress. What do you think? Hallelujah. That is why if you're a man, don't try to sleep with your house help. Because, listen, it is dangerous to give people titles they don't deserve. So good time. Yeah. That is why some of you, God find it difficult to promote you. Because you are no program. Hallelujah. The, up, the more you go up, the humbler and more adjusted and big heart you should have. But if you are not psychologically programmed and, and you get to the top, you feel that everybody must control you. Mm. Leadership is for service. Wow. Am I making sense here at all? Let me know, God. I don't want to divert my message. So God came down and said, Abraham. He said, yes, I would say, listen to your wife. But God has agenda in that plan. That's right. He says, suck Hagar and the child. Listen to what Sarah is saying. I mean, it has to take Abraham to do such a thing. He said, Lord, are you being logic on this one? Tell me to relocate them. Tell me to send them to Mesopotamia. Tell me to send them to suck them through the wilderness. God said, yes. Drive the boy away. Give them nothing. Let them go. Not even water. They went to have the little bottle of water. It got finished in the desert. And in the desert, eh, water is more important than food. Because you die out of dehydration in a short while. And this guy went there. Abraham has camels, thousands of camels and sheep and donkeys. You could have sent them with house help because his bodyguards are more than 300. Can't you send some with this? Your first son, he left the two of them on the wilderness. God has an agenda. If God say you are not coming to heaven, nobody can kill you. Mm. Not test or anything. God knows they won't die. But Abraham in his mind said, I'm not going to see these people again. Don't even send them with water. The Bible said they go to the wilderness. The little boy was so thirsty, he was about to die. Hagar said, I don't want to see the death of my son. And then, until an angel came in and supernaturally showed her water. So, in the geographical location where they part, it is in the mind of Abraham, I might not see Sarah and Ishmael again. But now, what is God's plan within that particular orchestration? If I ask you to kill Isaac and you have Ishmael there, you will not fail him. (laughs) 
Wow. I'm preaching. <laughs> Isn't it amazing that God came to ask you money when he left it your last? Uh -huh. Most of the money is there. He doesn't ask anything. Doesn't matter. Sometimes you feel like blessing somebody you love and that is the time your finances are tied. Because there are some people there. When God moved them and asked them to ask you of something, God has a harvest in mind. They are only a point of contact for the release of your harvest. The widow of Zalava cannot be so stingy that you, this prophet, I'm not ready to cook the food for you. That prophet is not sent there because he's hungry. Mm -hmm. How do I know that when he was in the bush, ravens was giving him food? Mm -hmm. So God knows how to feed his prophets. But the purpose of going to the, the widow of Zarapha is to sustain the woman. But for the woman to be sustained, he must sustain the prophet. Mm. Because nothing comes from heaven until something first leaves the earth. If we don't catch the giving principle, our struggle continues. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Sometimes giving is not what you learn. You pray for grace for it. I fasted long and prayed for grace to become a giver. The way sometimes we give her is abnormal. Abnormal. Because there is a grace for giving. If you don't have that grace... Satan will peg you at a certain level. Because sometimes from where you are, to go to the next level, you must make a sacrifice. Mm. That is why those who practice the negative, the awkward and all that, sometimes for them to be promoted to become something, grandmaster, there's a sacrifice they must make. It's a counterfeit version of the original. It's not going to come easy. Can I tell you that? It's not going to come easy. You see, the journey to Mount Moria is like from here to Ebri, maybe more. And whilst you are going, the boy you are going to kill say, Daddy, every time you are going to sacrifice, we go with sheep. Where is the sheep? Say, Daddy, me I'm This is the firewood. This is the kerosene. Where is the sheep? I can hear Brian say, You are the sheep. <laughs> but he said, Young man, if you tell you are going to kill him, I run away. Something can happen. So he said, The Lord will provide a sheep for the sacrifice. Now listen, it is called mental battle. Then the devil will start speaking, Abraham, are you a fool? Eh? What kind of God are you following? You remember I asked you to leave your father and your mother, you left. Then the other one, he says, circumcise yourself. You become a wanzam, circumcise yourself. Now you want to kill your child and you are still following this God? That is why some of you cannot give. God is speaking to you. The devil is speaking to your mind. Nobody can preach me out of giving because I have an experience with it. Experience too much. No, if you don't have practical experience, then you can sit down and say that thing doesn't work. It has worked for me too much for me to doubt it. No, some of the people in the Bible I read them, they would rather die than doubting God. Go and kill your son, he was there, and God was watching. It's not a matter of when you get there, you are coming to Matthew, God says, Abraham, why are the son Abraham? No, he arranged the firewood, put the altar, bind the boy. Abraham is a strong man at the age of 100. Took a 17 years boy and bind him with a rope. And put the boy on the altar and put his hands on his eyes and lifted cutlass about to strike. God said, Abraham! Don't kill the child. 
And that statement is a powerful statement. That statement is what we're giving out of me. It means that God never trusts you until he tests you with giving. This is what the Lord said. Abraham, now I know. Now I know. So all the years I've worked with you, I didn't know you. The circumcision didn't move me. The living your father didn't move me. Now kill your son. Immediately God started swelling. The Bible says he swear, he vowed. He swear to angels were stopping. He said, Don't swear. You say we shouldn't swear. He said, I swear. <laughs> I can hear Michael say, You say we shouldn't swear. He said, I swear. They say we too. He look around, nobody's greater than him. He said, I swear by myself. <laughs> listen. So listen, listen. The prosperity of the Jewish people, it comes with a vow. When you are born in the Jewish family and you came from the Abrahamic tribe, one of the 12 tribes, you automatically born into financial abundance. Because God's throne and swelling is back in it. Now, we the Gentiles, eh, there are two sides of the Abrahamic covenant. The natural and the supernatural. The natural are the Jewish people. Somebody born from the tribe of Benjamin, Asher, Dan, uh, mentioned them. Uh, the tribe of what? All the tribes. You are in the natural. If you are a Gentile and you receive Christ, then you connect it through the supernatural. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. We are Gentiles. Being made a curse for us. It is written, curse is every man that hang on the tree. That the blessings of Abraham, Christ has redeemed me and you as Gentiles from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone that hang on the tree. So when Jesus was hanging the tree, it was a curse. Why did he do that? What in the next verse? That the blessings of what? The blessings of what? The blessings of what? Now the blessings of Abraham comes with the covenant and the circumcision. The covenant was sealed with circumcision. So anytime we circumcise a child, the covenant is renewed. The circumcision covenant was so strong that David used it to bring Goliath's head down. Who is this on circumcised Philistine that defied the armies of the living God? And God smote him with a stone. So watch this one. If you are a Gentile, you are not a Jew. You only become a Jew through Christ. So now I am a Jew in the supernatural, but I am not a Jew in the natural. And the only way to get the supernatural blessing is that it must be connected to Christ. So anybody working with so-called prosperity, if Christ is not connected, it's temporary. Let me add another one. Number two, it's not only temporary, it's a curse. That's why your uncle was very rich in the 70s, but 80s he was broke. But what is the Abrahamic blessing? It was transferred to Isaac. Isaac gave it to Jacob. Jacob gave it to the 12. And he kept running. If you go, the Jewish people control the world economy. They are very wealthy guys. They control the economy of America. They have money. They are wealthy. Even that country is dry. If it's not because of money spent on ammunition, it could have been one of the richest countries in the world. They make billions of money in every quarter in only tourism. Oh, this, and we will work hard. And we work in the Continental uh, Sahai Halle Bank. All kinds of nonsense. What is that? That's all. That's all you can pride about. Hallelujah. Some of you, God could have taken you out of your, that your so-called job and give you an idea. I told you, I don't know, every prosperity is an idea. Microsoft is an idea. Apple is an idea. Google is an idea. Oh, oh. 
when mobile phone came first, eh, even the people operating the thing didn't know the secret. Mm -hmm. They were trying to make money through the call. Mm -hmm. They were making money through the handset. But the money must come through as people make calls. Now, when they develop that, at a point, they can give you the phone free. Because it is when you make calls that they make money. Okay. Idea. Idea. One day I was standing in Portesi, the Lord gave me a prayer point. I said, what did he say? Go three days and pray for, and pray that I will show you the better way to do things. It means that there is a way you do things, eh? but God can show you a better way. So there's always a better way to handle your business. There is always a plan to expand it. But the secret things belong to the Lord. I'm preaching. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Huh? That's what it is. Is somebody hearing me? So it will not be an easy thing to just wake up and the boss swear. Isaac was a first fruit. Since you have become stingy, look at the way your color is even changing. Some of you could have been looking attractive more than the way you are looking, but for stinginess. Give us a roulette. If you go to your hometown, you start giving old, old people money. If you, you are young, but they call you my uncle. Can you imagine your grandfather call you? Ah, na 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 ba, oh na uncle ba, na 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 Everybody is hanging around. Have you seen them hanging around a stingy person before? They rule. Anybody in the church that speak against your giving, he is your deputy devil. Do not something I learned about giving. God might not give you money as direct as, but sometimes give don't even go to hospital. Yeah. Yes. They don't. They don't swallow tablets. They don't. And if the doctor detects there's some sickness in you, the giving cancel negative clinical prophecies. I'm preaching. Ask somebody, are you a giver? Ask them, are you a giver? Do you know some of you for five years? I've never given anybody anything before. No, five years. On Chadiada. On Chadiada. Utimi Satadiana Tadina changing from green to blue to yellow. And you even cut it and make him napkin in the kitchen. What is it? How do you want us to preach it? It's not when we shut a dear matadian so a bread, all the color, it has changed color. Then you see somebody, Monocoto, Yamisamin, bless you. Is it a blessing? You wear a dress, now take scissors and cut it. No, Buano, it's not your napkin. No wonder when you cook, the food is tasteless. Because how can such a thing in your kitchen make your food taste? Giving, 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 giving. At what it bring now? Let me tell you something. Tight has the capacity to rebuke the devourer and keep the windows of heaven open. But first fruit brings multiplication. Amen. I'll show you to you. So when you say you have robbed yourself, you say that in tight and offering, they are not the same. In tight and offering, there's what offering give, there's what tight give. You see, the problem is not because, because there are people who have not learned the Bible, but they are giving. I heard, I don't know how to read it, but I heard Bill Gates resign from his company just to be a philanthropist in Africa. And investing money to do vaccination for malaria. You, you are inviting malaria. Now we Africans, but we don't care. While somebody is trying to, pre to prevent malaria, one of them is to make sure that you prevent death. Right. 
gutters and that's all. It's not that mosquitoes are not in the world. Our mosquito demons has entered there. <laughs> because the mosquitoes in other countries, when they bite, you don't get malaria. Right. Yeah, they malaria and free. <laughs> Some of the things around, it has been demonized. And then spirits enter them. And then you are there. Are you, can you imagine? Daniel's dam was not afraid of lion. We are running away from mosquitoes. Oh. <laughs> People are talking about a mosquito queen. Now they say the mosquitoes put it off. <laughs> Somebody told me, say, you light a choir, you come mosquito, and then doom queen. No sorry, something has happened to you. So if it's not spiritual mosquito, how do they quench the fire of a queen? Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9. Honor the Lord with what? Thy substance, and with the first fruit of all thy increase, the business you are doing, the profit that is coming, the company, the pastors, when people give you seed, when somebody gives any car, people give me as a gift. I pay tight on the car. This is the way to keep your car on the road safe. Only God can insure a car. If you move your car, you go to work and you come back, God sustain you. There are demons in road who suck blood. It's not everybody's blood they can suck. No, you are one of them. Honor the Lord with your substance. And, and what? And the first fruit of all your increase. So your salary first man, your this. Give God the first fruit. Bring it to him. Let him bless the rest. Struggle with him. And I said, that's what I told you. It's not, it's not, it's not compulsory. Nobody's going to force you. God loves a cheerful giver. When Moses returned from the fountain and God asked him he's going to build an ark and he said, he said, day of a willing heart. When you become a giver, there are some things you don't buy. I will never buy some things in life. I don't buy. I will never wake up to think about, Lord, which car will I drive tomorrow? It will never be. I have so too much car for God to make cars like in my house. Now, now Christ is easy. Because now if I have 10 cars and I give you two, you don't. but I started showing when I have two and I give the two. That is where it is called Psalm 126, verse 5. Give me Psalm 126, let me show them. There are some giving you give, you must have sleepless night. If you give and you sleep, you didn't give. Everybody read it. They that so in what? <laughs> so they are giving you give. Eh? You, you, you can be walking on the toilet, you don't know the, the gate to go out. I'm telling you. David came to the place and there are some giving come with tears. They that so in tears. They that so in tears. They that so in tears. You are not there yet. Yeah. So it's not an easy thing. It wasn't easy for Abraham to go and cut the head of Isaac. No. God swear, God knows them. Fast, eh, listen, girl, giving is more difficult than fasting. Yes. What do you lose in fasting? You save money and food. So it is useless to go and fast for 40 days if you are not a giver. What do you lose in fasting? You save breakfast, you save lunch. Dinner and you combine the who are that mountain before the river. It is it is not easy to be giver. You don't lose anything fasting. God respect givers than fasting. Solomon didn't get wisdom by fasting, he got it by giving. No, there is a guy called Naba. He died because of stinginess. Mm -hmm. And this beautiful lady married to the president, David, who is a womanizer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when David was going to kill Naba, he was watching Abigail. What about God said, you don't need to. He came and said, David, you don't need to kill. This man is a fool. 
So when you marry and you were fool, your wife knows. I'm not saying you, but I'm just saying that according to the Bible, that is what it is. Yes, yeah. Women know. Women know men that I want. I'm telling you. I was talking to a couple and I told him, I was talking to a guy who was so insecure about his wife. I said, boy, do you know something? You are wasting your life. Women need leadership. That's the way God created them. The substance and the favor of your wife. I say that. Are you saying Mrs. Clinton shouldn't have a wife? There are powerful women in the world who are married. Your wife is not in that stage yet. The problem is not your wife. The problem is you. You are still a traditionalist. You are living with the mindset of your father. That is why you can't handle your wife. A lot of African men cannot handle when their wives are powerful. They are there. They can't. They can't. They are just there, insecure. They are there. I heard this proverb from my grandfather about to a there because they can't fire it. What a joy to fire a gun you didn't pay for. Who did you free? Onum quite free. Who did you free? And I told them what the free. You are just a man. A lot of African men cannot handle these things. And it's breaking a lot. So the women that are doing well, they don't have men to marry them. They are there. Some of them will marry them, they will be sound, they will be free. You want a woman that is down there, you can shout, hey, hey. What the fufu? Look at your shape. That's what it is. You can't handle it. They are there. Yeah? Africa, our problem is not poverty, it's renewing of mind. Renewing of mind. Renewing of mind. Renewing of mind. So if a woman buys his own four-wheel drive and build his own three-bedroom, he shouldn't have a man to marry her. Tradition. You make the word of God of none effect by the traditions of your fathers. Because we come from areas that some of the areas we come from, women are treated like animals. And I saw something that every country that don't respect women, they don't prosper. Watch it. You check every society that they don't have regard for women. The one sign you see there is poverty. Check it. You can do your own studies about it. Go to the countries that you can beat your wife. Prosperity is the field they did. Land of opportunity. Yes. So don't just sit around work. The hand that must not work must not. I'm teaching you the principle. I'm teaching you to pay your tithe, pay your first fruit. God is asking for first to pay. He'll preserve the rest for you. Preserve the rest. It's a blessing. Deuteronomy 18:4. Give me Deuteronomy 26:2. 18:4:26:2. Quickly, huh? The first fruit also of thy corn and of thy wine and of thy oil and the first of thy fleece of thy sheep shall thou give him, shall thou bring it to God. Give me the King James Version. You see the hymn there? You see the hymn there? Watch the hymn there. Go to New King James. The first fruit of thy grain and of thy new wine and of thy oil and the first of thy fleece of thy sheep you shall give him. This one, I think is talking about the priest. You carry the thing. That is why last week I brought the tomatoes and the demonstration. God told the Israelites, I can only bless the rest when you present to me the first fruit. And when you take, when you study God, he takes everything, he takes a portion. Everything. When they came out of Egypt, the first country they fight is Jericho. Uh, eh? He made sure they didn't touch anything. When Achan touched it, he died. Because that is his tithe and his first fruit. There are two different things. The tithe is not the same as the first fruit. The tithe is the 10% of your income. The first fruit is the first things that come. 
So if you have it, so we're supposed to give God our first salary. Deuteronomy chapter 26. That thou shalt take of the first of all thy fruit of the earth, which thou shalt bring of thy land, that the Lord thy God giveth thee, and shall put it in a basket. Ah! May somebody perfect fruit in a sack one day, sack. Shall put it in a basket and shall go unto the place where the Lord thy God shall choose to place his name there. In the context of this place, God has chosen this place to place his name here. This is where you meet God. The altar is a place where humanity meets divinity. And thou shalt go to the priest. Thou shalt be in those days and say unto him, I profess this day unto the Lord thy God that I am come unto the country which the Lord swear unto our fathers to give us. So when you are coming to give your first fruit, don't come with a close mouth. Come with a positive confession. I come to this place where prayer altar is being raised. That I present my first fruit and I declare that after paying this, I cannot be poor. Verse number four. And the priest shall take the basket out of thy hand. Tomatoes, you present the first fruit to the priest and the priest shall take the basket. The basket. And the priest shall take the basket out of the hand and set it down before the altar of thy Lord thy God. So I collect the first fruit and then we put it at the altar. Go to the next verse. Huh? Uh, and thou shalt speak and say before the Lord thy God, a Syrian ready to perish. You see, there is something about God there. When you prosper, you will remind you where you are coming from. When thou was little in your eyes, Okache David said, You were a shepherd boy in the bush when I pick you. You were smelling sheep, no perfume. Oh, do you know who he's referring to? The Syrian is tracing back to Abraham, who came from Mesopotamia. And so he said, You are a Syrian, and I pick you up, and I set you apart. Who could do as I said so? God will always remind you where you are coming from. It is dangerous to be lifted and forget where you come from. You are too gentle for God to bless you. You are too sanctimonious for God to impact on your life. You are too British. For God to favor your cause. I'm telling you. The violent take it by force. Violent take it by force. Can you imagine? There are things in the Bible when I read. Somebody mistakenly allowed Jesus to come to his house. For a teaching service. And the Bible says, in no time, the house was charred. Before he knew, his roof was off. His ceiling was off. And they were lowering the man. Do you know the sad aspect of that particular scripture? The Bible didn't tell us who repaired the roof. So you can bring Jesus into your house. And by the time you go, you are looking for carpenters. The, uh, the people don't care who will break the house. This guy must walk. You are too gentle for God to bless you. For you to have a man. Now, number two, 
the paralytic man say me am a widow and me who cry me pe mo fa me fa de me bo na me kwa na me ko faith is a risk lowering a man on the roof papa the bible say when jesus saw their faith if you have faith you will see it one of the things i fear is when god give up on you the greatest giving in my life are the one the Lord directed me to give. It come with a bumper harvest. It's not Abraham that is going to kill Isaac. God said, take him and go and kill him. When God come and say, go and buy Rolls Royce and give it to your father. Mm. And he'll bring it. May the Lord give you money to do it. Yeah. Be delivered from stinginess. Be delivered yeah. from selfishness. Think about the house of the Lord. Your life will never go down. I fear for people who are called to support the church and they are not doing their ministry. spirit. spirit in Do you know some people their their ministry in the church is take care of the man of God? It's your responsibility. The Shunammite woman, the widow of Zarephath, Deborah, all the people, check them. There are some women in the Bible, Mary Magdalene, Chusas. Look at uh, Mary and Martha. Their ministry is to Jesus Christ. Breaking of expensive ointment, cooking for him, so that when their brother died, the master will raise him up. Ah, there are people in the church, their service is to the servant of God. It is their calling. They are going to answer to God for taking care of his servant. That is their calling. Everybody knows you are not part of it. There are people that is their responsibility. There are those people, if you are part of them and the devil begins to tell you to fight the pastor, you are in trouble. The person you should take care of, now you are fighting him. All the people that fight pastors in church have gone to church and do statistics with time, their life become miserable. Everybody, one of the things you shouldn't get involved is to fight a spiritual leader. Don't get involved. It's too. There's some people. The kind of things they do, you don't cross their path. You don't. You don't. You don't. Don't touch them. They are standing in the kingdom. Even they make a mistake. The day Abraham lied, God says he's a prophet. <laughs> Look, there's some people in the Bible. You don't touch them. Abimelech said the man is a liar. God says shut up. Who well, not that for him to pray for? He's a prophet. The day he lied, he got a new title. You see, if you are a giver, God shows you a lot of things in life. You just, you just, you have revelation. You don't prosper by, I'm working too hard. Just be a giver. Tell somebody, be a giver. Give to the ministry. Give to your servant of God. Give to your priest. Pay your tithe. Give to your wife. Ah. Romans chapter 11, verse 16. Everybody read it. Very loud, very loud. Uh huh. Say that again. If what? So if you present the first fruit in holiness, the rest God will preserve it holy. If the first fruit is holy, so the first fruit we bear is a a holistic presentation to God. God never take it for granted. Everything that opened the mattress is mine. Say yes, the Lord. That is why women here must learn to dedicate their first children to God. 
you must be able to say that before you consider, Lord, this child I gave him to you. I am the firstborn of my mother. Do you know why I'm preaching? Because my mother, as a Presbyterian at that time, didn't have the Holy Ghost baptism, said, if you give me a boy, I'll give him to you. Here am I preaching. We will not sort of preachers if you dedicate a boy. Anything that open your womb, give it to God. Because we don't pay for it, we don't. Some of you should make that vow before even you conceive in life. Lord, a child that opens my womb belongs to you. Would you be happy to see your first child preaching? This is another mystery. When God calls you, he put an anointing on your life. The release of the anointing depends on the state of your heart. Mm? You can be stingy in the release of your anointing. Watch this. If you are naturally a giver by giving things in your hand, you will not struggle to release the anointing. Check every man of God with a very big ministry. He's a giver. So, if you are not a giver, you can't release the oil. That is why men that are givers always have sound marriage. Because they give everything free. Including everything. They give it. If you marry a giver, he gives you things without reservation. They give everything. If you become a giver, physically with your hand, you can release the oil. It will come naturally to flow. This is what Jesus tells you. Freely you have received, freely give. Some of you are, you are living and walking as if God has never given you a word. Though it tarries, wait for it. Tell somebody be a giver. From what is forcing you to do, but if you do it, you will see it. Write these things down very quickly and let me close. Number one. Write it down. Giving our first fruit is a sign that or it shows that you love the Lord. When you give your first fruit, it shows that even though it's not compulsory, it's a sign that you love the Lord and you want to obey his commandment. Number two, the first fruit represents our commitment to God. Somebody say commitment. Nobody must pay tithe so that when you are sick, we'll come and visit you. You must not pay tight in the church so that when there is trouble come. Pay tight because it's a contact for your blessing and prosperity. Open the windows of heaven and pull out the blessing. How many of you understand what I'm talking about? The first fruit represents what? What did I say? Your commitment to God. Those who are obedient, they give their best to God. Those who are disobedient, God will put injunction on their blessing. Biblical prosperity is not automatic. There is things you do. Right? This one, number three. First fruit is a lesson on dependence. It's a lesson on what? So, anytime you leave something to God, we are telling God, I depend on you. Is that right? Yeah, yeah those of us who are givers, do you know why we still give? Because we depend on God. When God falls, we all fall. Yeah? I don't have anything. Listen, can I tell you this, guys? There's nobody I'm living on the way looking into that person for survival. My eyes are on God. What is the last point I gave to you? The first fruit is what? A lesson on what dependency. When you say, Father, I am doing this depending on you. And this is a new way of understanding stewardship. Anytime you pay your first fruit, you say, Daddy, I am doing this to depend on you. The first fruit offering ensures a future harvest. 
Do you hear what I say? The first fruit offering ensures what? The future what? But if you don't give it in, there will not be future harvest. Seed time and harvest time will not what? You see, it's like tithing. Eh? God said, I want to pay the 10%. I present the 90. Is that right? Once I go for the 90, don't go to the Because it can't bounce. It is not how much quantity you have, it is how God put his hand in the money. And then the principle about the three loaves and five fishes many years ago, God can accomplish great with the letter. So, for instance, you present the first fruit to God, the rest, God keep it and multiply it in your hands. Do you know God can send somebody to give you $1 million tomorrow? Yes. How many of you know it's possible? One day, Archbishop Benson, the whole son, those days, not come on, drove a baby Benz, Vimboot, those days, to a church to go and preach. When he went there, he sat down and said that, he said, Bishop was carrying a sign of presence and anointing that, the guy carries a presence, Papa no. And I say, I want somebody that believes that tomorrow by this time God will give you a baby bench and you know that you can get it and you must present it to me. If you know you stand up and you can't bring it, you see what will happen to you. Will you stand up? Everybody was sitting down. How many of you believe that 24 hours you can get a brand new baby bench? A security man stood up. He called the driver and said, give me the baby bench and give it to them. And the topic he preached on is believing the impossible. You see, let me tell you this. Every time God calls you and gives you a vision, he will always give you a vision that is bigger than you so that you will always depend on him. Now, let me tell you this. So, mommy, do you know why we are always fasting and praying? Because I did in a the reason you are not depending on God is that you think you can drive the VC. Anything God gives you 10% but the first fruit is that, like your salary, like the income, like your, like your profit, you take first and present it to God. And then you wait for God for his intervention. You wait for God for a harvest. How many expect that by December God will make you a millionaire? The benefit of first fruit, good health, dominion, prosperity, Uncommon favor, uncommon promotion, uncommon blessing. There is something God says, strangers will bow down before you. You will be the source of blessing to others. If you are giving your fair fruit offering, what are the benefits which you will drive from the Lord? Number one, good health. Dominion, prosperity. This kind of prosperity comes to you when you become a first fruit payer. You take dominion in prosperity. Wow. Now, I want to ask you a question. T, if we are not yet millionaires and God can use us to this, what about if we become millionaires? You see, I told you that when I saw the end of Porter City, this one was like an icing. Do you know why? Because if in the state of your struggle, God can use you to do this, what about the time you pay tight of $1 million a month? But what are you trying to make here? The way people give hamper, time is coming, your hampers will be cast. Demonstration. Receive grace to be a giver from today. Ah, God met the devil and coffee table and bra- the topic was started by God. Have you seen my servant Job? Can't you say, have you seen my daughter uh, Teresa? Have you considered my daughter Have you seen his love? 
Lift up your right hand. The hand that is lifted. So left and I the left my so. That hand that is lifted. If the hand can ever hold a pen, one day and very soon, may your tie be a million dollar. Those who shouted, Amen, may it happen. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra, or telephone, plus 233-303-413-703, or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org, or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.